What do you do when your faith needs renewal? Let's explore the power of fasting for confession and recommitment. This is Cherie. Welcome to Meditating the Word. It's day two of our 21-day fast. We're going to start out with our foundational scripture for this series, Mark 9:29. Jesus said, This kind can only come out by prayer and fasting. This tells us that sometimes fasting is required. Today, we're going to talk about fasting to confess and recommit to God. We'll look at an account of fasting in 1 Samuel 7. Samuel was a prophet of Israel. Unfortunately, they didn't really follow a lot of Samuel's instructions. Israel went out to fight against the Philistines, but they were defeated. So the elders had a brilliant idea. They brought the Ark of the Covenant from Shiloh, thinking it would make them victorious. The problem was, they had no direction from God, but were following their own agenda. Eli's two sons, Hophni and Phinehas, were there with the Ark. The whole camp erupted into praise so loud that the Philistines heard them in their camp. But they encouraged themselves and were determined to fight. Again, the Israelites were defeated. Hophni and Phinehas were killed, and the Ark of the Covenant was captured. When Eli was told his two sons were dead and the Ark captured, he fell over, breaking his neck, and died. The wife of Phinehas went into labor and gave birth, and before she died, she named her son Ichabod, which means, The glory has departed from Israel. The ark was moved from town to town in the Philistine territory, because everywhere they took it, the inhabitants broke out in large tumors. They finally determined they needed to send it back to Israel with guilt offerings in order to be healed. So they put it on a new cart with two cows that had calved but never been yoked, and the cows went straight to Beth Shemesh. The people of Beth Shemesh offered burnt offerings and sacrifices, but 70 of them looked into the ark and were struck down. So the people of Beth Shemesh sent messengers to Kiriath-Jearim, asking them to come get the ark. They took the ark to Abinadab's house and consecrated his son Eleazar to guard it, and there the ark remained for twenty years. So let's pick up the story in Samuel 7, verse 2. Then all the people of Israel turned back to the Lord. So Samuel said to all the Israelites, If you are returning to the Lord with all your hearts, then rid yourselves of the foreign gods and the Ashtoreths and commit yourselves to the Lord and serve him only, and he will deliver you out of the hand of the Philistines. So the Israelites put away their Baals and Ashtoreths and served the Lord only. Then Samuel said, Assemble all Israel at Mizpah, and I will intercede with the Lord for you. When they had assembled at Mizpah, they drew water and poured it out before the Lord. On that day they fasted, and there they confessed, We have sinned against the Lord. 
Now Samuel was serving as leader of Israel at Mizpah. When the Philistines heard that Israel had assembled at Mizpah, the rulers of the Philistines came up to attack them. When the Israelites heard of it, they were afraid because of the Philistines. They said to Samuel, Do not stop crying out to the Lord our God for us, that he may rescue us from the hand of the Philistines. Then Samuel took a suckling lamb and sacrificed it as a whole burnt offering to the Lord. He cried out to the Lord on Israel's behalf, and the Lord answered him. While Samuel was sacrificing the burnt offering, the Philistines drew near to engage Israel in battle. But that day, the Lord thundered with a loud thunder against the Philistines and threw them into such a panic that they were routed before the Israelites. The men of Israel rushed out of Mizpah and pursued the Philistines, slaughtering them along the way to a point below beth Then Samuel took a stone and set it up between Mizpah and Shen. He named it Ebenezer, saying, Thus far the Lord has helped us. So the Philistines were subdued, and they stopped invading Israel's territory. Throughout Samuel's lifetime, the hand of the Lord was against the Philistines. The towns from Ekron to Gath that the Philistines had captured from Israel were restored to Israel, and Israel delivered the neighboring territory from the hands of the Philistines, and there was peace between Israel and the Amorites. How does this relate to us today? Sometimes we may feel a need to reconnect on a deeper level with God, and I can't think of a better way to do that than through prayer and fasting. We shut out the noise of the world and our surroundings and clear our bodies and minds so that we can turn our focus to God. Some churches incorporate confession into their doctrine. Scripture is clear about the need for confession. James 5.16 tells us, Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. And 1 John 1.9 says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So we know confession is important, and we know that God will always forgive us, and we have right standing or righteousness with him through Christ Jesus. And honestly, sometimes we need to confess just to get it off of our chests and clear our own consciousness. A lot of times the guilt and shame over unconfessed sins hinders our walk with God. It isn't that he doesn't already know, but there are times we just need to speak it. This was another one-day fast, and again, I would assume it was either an absolute fast, no food or water, or a normal fast with water only and no food. This was another urgent need fast. They were being badly beaten by the Philistines and needed resolution. 
If you feel as though your relationship with God isn't as strong as it used to be or as it should be, a fast for confession and recommitment may be what you need. I will always mention this. Fasting doesn't move God. Fasting moves us. It puts us in a position to receive from God. All right, let's check in. Hopefully, you have chosen what you are fasting from and how long you are going to fast, as well as why you are fasting, and written it down. Remember, as you read scripture and pray, write down any ideas that come into your mind, even the goofy ones. They may make sense later. How is day two of your fast going? Remember, your body is going through a detox process. Things you might experience today are, you may still have a slight headache, you will probably be hungry or at least miss the habit of mealtime or snack time, you might be a little irritable, just praise and pray through it. You have probably already lost weight, especially if you are doing a normal or absolute fast, but even partial fasts usually result in some weight loss. You may also notice your energy is a bit lower than usual. These are all normal. And please, please stay well hydrated. How am I doing? I lost almost three pounds on day one. Most of that is likely water weight, even though I'm drinking a gallon of water a day. And I'm getting in 10,000 steps, but not doing any strenuous exercise. Today, I have amazing energy, which is surprising. Usually my energy spike doesn't happen until day three. All right, let me say a prayer over you. Father God, I speak your word over everyone listening to this podcast. I speak strength and dedication over them. Where their strength and energy begins to fall short, I know that your strength steps up, providing what they need to make it through. Thank you for your forgiveness, Father. Thank you that Jesus paid the price for our sins, and we have been fully forgiven for all of our past, present, and future sins. We lay them down at your feet and accept your mercy and grace Jesus took on all of our guilt and shame, so we lay that down too. Father, we recommit ourselves fully to you and to living in your truth. We set aside anything else that goes against you or your word. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the spiritual practice of fasting that allows us to go even deeper, releasing our fleshly desires and rededicating ourselves to you. Amen. Thank you for joining me on Meditating the Word today. This is Cherie, reminding you that you are in my prayers. I look forward to seeing you again tomorrow. Until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.